The Republican Party promised an inspiring, positive convention. But the first night was mostly a series of ominous predictions. These radicals are not content with marching in the streets. They want to walk the halls of Congress. They want to take over. They want power. This is Joe Biden's party. These are the people who will be in charge of your future and the future of your children. It's a horror film, really. They'll disarm you, empty the prisons, lock you in your home, and invite MS-13 to live next door. And the police aren't coming when you call. In Democrat-run cities, they're already being defunded, disbanded. I'm speaking to you today because I have seen people like this before. I've seen movements like this before. I've seen ideas like this before. And I am here to tell you, we cannot let them take over our country. We may not have realized it at the time, but Trump is the bodyguard of Western civilization. Joe Biden is basically the Loch Ness Monster of the swamp. Former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley fueled speculation about a 2024 presidential bid by praising President Donald Trump while touting her own accomplishments and life story. She spoke about the discrimination her family faced as Indian immigrants, but insisted... It's now fashionable to say that America is racist. That is a lie. America is not a racist country. In a night filled with warnings and dark visions of the future, the only black Republican in the Senate struck a different tone. Our family went from cotton to Congress in one lifetime. And that's why I believe the next American century can be better than the last. He also noted that the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor tested America like never before. Kimberly Guilfoyle, Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend and chair of the Trump campaign's finance committee delivered a fiery address. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to come. It was an instant meme hit. Trump made two appearances himself, once with hostages his administration helped return to the United States, and once with frontline healthcare workers. His insistence that he handled the response to the coronavirus properly was somewhat spoiled by his maskless chief of staff, who seemed to shake as many hands and kiss as many cheeks as he possibly could. 